uh, strongly recommend. And I would hate to think what my life would be like if I did not have that moment uh, every morning to just start my day in mindfulness, to, to use that language, or to just, you know, center yourself, whatever term or phrase you want to use. But for me, it, it's just having that devotional time with the Lord. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Reverend Isaac Hayes of Healing of the Soul Ministries. Reverend Isaac, super excited to have you on the show. Gresham, uh, glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Yes, excited to have you on and talk about all the awesome things that you're doing. And of course, before we do that, I want to read a little bit more about Reverend Isaac Hayes so you can hear about some of those awesome things. And Reverend Isaac is the president of Healing of the Soul Ministries and author of Men After God's Heart, 10 Principles of Brotherly Love. He is also an assistant pastor at the Apostolic Church of God in Chicago, Illinois, and is a doctoral student at Trinity Evangelical Divinity School. Reverend Isaac, super excited to have you on the show again. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Let's go for it. Let's make it happen then. So to kind of kick everything off, I want to hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I like to call your CEO story. I guess I'll go back to college, because during my time in college, um, I was uh, part of a rap group, believe it or not, called Law and Order, and uh, we began to record uh, tapes and sell them on campus. And so that was sort of my first venture uh, at entrepreneurship because we made the music, we recorded the music, we uh, duplicated the music and sold them on campus, uh, performed in shows and all those kind of things. So, so that was a, a wonderful time. Um, but upon graduating and getting involved in ministry, I discovered that I wanted to do more. So I kind of switched from, uh, let's call it gangster rap to Christian rap. <laughs> and so uh, I started doing music uh, in terms of Christian rap, selling that music as well. I actually had won a grant from the city of Chicago uh, for a thousand bucks to produce some CDs of, of one of the songs I recorded and gave those out for free when I would go to prisons and Adi homes and, and different locations to kind of help our young men and women on the streets, you know, off of the streets to Christ. And so um, as I grew in ministry, I began to teach more, preach more. And so um, I started uh, what was at first uh, Heat on the Streets Ministries because my heart was really for uh, the brothers and sisters, again, who are in a life of crime and, and trying to get them out of those streets. Uh, but then it evolved into healing of the soul ministry. So as I matured, I thought that would have a more corporate brand. Uh, it's still Hots Ministries, but we just went from heat on the streets to healing of the soul. Uh, so we have a broader appeal. And so I've been working on that since about 2015. And uh, it's really started to take off over the years, obviously through social media, uh, including YouTube, getting more speaking engagements, being seen and heard on television because my church uh, does uh, broadcast um, here in the Chicagoland area. Uh, and then 
uh, finally arriving at the book you just mentioned, Man After God's Heart, 10 Principles of Brotherly Love. So that's kind of the you know framework of our journey so far. Nice. I, I love that. And especially to hear how, you know, I think so many ways and you could probably speak to this more than, you know, anybody else just in terms of like how you do that. I almost feel like that transformation can happen and, 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 manifest itself in maybe in different ways, the way that that connection actually happens. So it seems like whether it be your book or the, the ministry, all the work that you're doing, it seems like it provides that, for lack of a better term, that bridge, that avenue, that opportunity to, you know, be aware of Jesus and be aware to have uh, how to have that connection and that transformation. Yeah, well, you said the key word, connection. Everything is about connection, whether it's business to business or, or business to consumer, Without a connection, your product or service cannot get to your client or customer. And so we use whatever medium we have available to us to make the connection. You know, Jesus would take somebody's boat, if you will, and leverage that and preach to the multitudes. He'd find resources and multiply those resources, two fish, five loaves of bread. He would recruit people to his team and say, hey, follow me. I want to train you. I want to mentor you. I want to develop you and then send you out to create franchises, if you will, in order to expand his influence and to expand his reach. And so the same principles uh, that we find in business apply just to life in general, right? Whether you're in education, whether uh, you're in sales, whether you're in technology, it's all the same fundamental principles of life that help us try to find some level of success. Yeah, absolutely. I've always be believed that, you know, really strong and great and, and true leaders are those that inspire other leaders. And as you were talking about the example, you know, Jesus and being able to kind of see that, that helps us to kind of understand how best to be able to kind of take those principles and, and use our talents and our gifts and in, in, in life at, as we are able to do and as we can kind of see fit. So absolutely appreciate that. So I, I wanted to drill down a little bit more, hear a little bit more on how you're making that impact, hear more about your book. Could you take us through a little bit more on how you're serving and making that impact and transforming um, lives there. Yeah, well, it, again, it starts in, in, in college um, in, in the fact that I was one of the leading voices on campus uh, at our state college uh, on behalf of African-American students. Uh, that's sort of where I found my uh, genesis, my awakening uh, for purpose, right? I don't care what business you're in, because we are talking to leaders and CEOs and entrepreneurs, there has to be a purpose that drives you. And that purpose is not necessarily to make money, to be famous. It may be what draws us in, but then we discover it's not about being in the newspaper. It's not about being on television. It's not about driving the nice car or living in a nice home, but it's really about impact, right? And so as I talk about transformation, and that's my life's purpose is to transform people's lives I learned in college that I'm here to make impact. And so I would write to the school newspapers. I led a protest on campus. I became part of the Black Writers Forum. We put on uh, a big old production under that banner. We published uh, a poetry book that we did. So even in those early stages, I was always thinking, how do we reach people? How do we be creative? and find ways to maximize the skills, the talents, the abilities that we have gathered together in that instance on, on a, a college campus. And so what I do is examine Jesus's final moments with 12 men who were the closest to him 
and whether through words he says or deeds that he does show how he tries to break down that barrier because when he leaves he says that the primary mark for people to know that they are his followers is that men love other men and again i'm saying platonically non-sexual love and so if we can get past the sexuality piece I think we'll be able to have more meaningful relationships and change that number of lonely men in our society. Nice. I, I, I love that. And I really appreciate, you, you know, your ability to, to and I almost wonder if this is part of your secret sauce, the thing you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique. I, it seems like you have this ability, I'm going to use the word translate, for lack of a better term, to translate um, I think what I hear is like the connections to be able to understand the connections that happen in different ways, but also understand like how they have manifested themselves in the disruption that was the pandemic and how things have changed, how we have had that, you know, conviction versus the convenience that has happened. Do you feel like you have an ability to kind of be able to translate that, understand that and be able to kind of help people, help arm people with the ability to be able to strengthen their connections, those relationships as a result of that? I certainly have been gifted by God to make correlations. You know, I've taken exams and assessments and all those things, leadership things, spiritual gift things, and they say that I have the ability to make connections and correlations. And so that, that's a gift. I can't take credit for it. It's something given to me by God. But one of the things I try to do, again, about transformation, the Bible is a spiritual book, no question about it, but it's a spiritual book given to human beings. And so I tell Christians People in general, we are human beings having a human experience, and the Bible tries to tell us how to live human God's way. And so the Bible talks about finances, it talks about marriage, it talks about business, uh, it talks about saving, uh, it talks about labor and hard work. Like any subject matter you want, if you look at it through a different lens, you can benefit from what. Uh, the Bible talks about and, and, and advocates for, and I just try to translate that to use your word uh, and communicate that to people in a way that they can grasp it. And so far, uh, it's been working out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could definitely say that. And I could definitely hear it just in, in kind of seeing, you know, how things have manifested themselves and how, you know, we have that opportunity to kind of build those, you know, connections, relationships, friendships, just how all that manifests itself in so many different ways. So truly appreciate that, Reverend. And um, I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit. Okay. And I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an Apple book or a habit that you have or even something from your book. But what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? It's simple. In in secular world, we called it mindfulness. <laughs> in in church world, we call it devotion. <laughs> and that is every morning before I get started, before I check my text messages, before I check my emails, uh, I have an hour of quiet time with God. So that's you know half hour of reading the scriptures. Uh, and then the other half hour is not necessarily quiet in a sense, there's no noise, but I play worship music and I kind of meditate and reflect and pray. And I believe that is the key to me being able to navigate my day um, because I've not given God his time, but I've made him my most important priority. And so the rest of the day, I'm running off the fuel of having reset myself having gathered myself, having been downloaded into, if you will, uh, by God in order to take on 
on the challenges of that day. And so it is something uh, that I uh, strongly recommend. And I would hate to think what my life would be like if I did not have that moment uh, every morning to just start my day in mindfulness, to, to use that language, or to just, you know, center yourself, whatever term or phrase you want to use. But for me, it, it's just having that devotional time with the Lord. Yes, I, I love that. So you might consider that to be what I like to call CEO nugget, which is kind of like a word of wisdom or a piece of advice. Um, I often say it might be something you would tell your, your favorite client, or if you dropped into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self, but is it that making time for rest? Is that one of, or are there other kind of CEO nuggets you would, you would kind of point to? Yeah, I would, that certainly would be one because again, you're, you're a human being, right? We want to be superhuman. We want to work 16 hour days, but you're human. So it's not a matter of how much money you have or how successful you are. It's a human principle for self-care. Uh, but I would say, as you were talking, perseverance pays off. You know, I know it sounds rudimentary, but the one thing about perseverance is it endures. It's about that conviction I talked about now with self, because there are going to be ups and downs. There are going to be setbacks. There are going to be negative quarters, negative reports. Uh, they're going to be troubles. It's going to look like somebody's about to get that position that you were eyeing. But what I've learned in my uh, 48 years of life is that if you just keep grinding at it, it pays off. It, it's a biblical principle, but but it's a natural human principle is you grind this stuff out because there's always challenges. And the people who win are not the people who quit, but the people who press ahead even in the midst of adversity. So perseverance pays off. Absolutely. Appreciate that. So now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Reverend Isaac, what does being a CEO mean to you? As the CEO, your responsibility is to make the tough decisions. And so that's why when we go into work, we want to be rested. We want to be refreshed. We want to have centered ourselves because depending on what scale you have, uh, tens of millions of billions of dollars are at stake off of one person's decision. Even though you have a team, but the buck starts with you. And, I, and I'll say this and I'll end on this point. I also joke one time, we talk about the organization is flat now, that everything's supposed to be flat. I said, but let something go wrong and see how flat the organization is, right? You discover real soon that they're still in hierarchy in our flat organizations. And so because of that, we have to be people who are willing to make those tough decisions uh, and not run from decision-making. And so for me, that's you know often uh, initial um, consideration of your question would be is about decision-making. Reverend Isaac, truly appreciate that definition. Of course, I appreciate your time even more. So what I want to do now is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best people can get all of you, get a copy of your book, find out about all the awesome things that you're working on. Yeah, thanks again, Gresham, for having me. I appreciate you having me on CB Nation. And I want to invite everyone to go to my website, hotsministries.com, H-O-T-S ministries.com. You can learn more about the ministry, about me, about the book. If you are on social media, you can find me any and everywhere at 
at Rev Isaac Hayes, at Rev Isaac Hayes, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all of them, YouTube. If I didn't encourage everyone to live life as Jesus would have them to live it, because in him, you will find everything you need. Absolutely. I appreciate that, Reverend. And what we're going to do is have the links and information in the show notes as well, too, so that everybody can get a copy of the book, connect with you, and do all the awesome things that uh, you're able to, to offer to us. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Great. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast, powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.